Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Make a lot of money, get a prestigious job, relish in the power. Oh yeah, and don't forget to party hard because life is short, it's full of stress, worry, and anxiety. So party it up, chica. Well, yeah, that's what I did for 42 years until God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed everything about my life. So much so that I said, you know what, goodbye executive career in corporate America. I am going to shout to the world about the love, mercy, peace, and joy that I have finally found in Jesus Christ and the beautiful sacramental graces of the Catholic Church. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, that beginning was a bit more detailed, wasn't it? (laughs) Why? Well, I'm reading all about boldness. I am going through a Mary's Mantle consecration, which was created by Christine Watkins, who's my co-host on the Radio Maria show we have once a week. And I started it, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, and I end on the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. And each day is about a virtue or a Holy Spirit gift. So today was boldness. And I sit and I think, we all are called to share the love of God, especially if we've recently found faith or we've had a miraculous moment where Jesus has touched our heart. But I think we make it too complicated. I think we freak ourselves out by thinking, oh gosh, how am I going to share the gospel when I'm not a theologian, I'm not an educated, degreed person, I'm not a priest, I'm not a religious, I haven't studied. You don't have to study. As a matter of fact, it's as simple as saying something like, have a blessed day. Somebody's going to look at you and be like, well, that's interesting to someone that you don't know at the, at the checkout counter or something like that by going up to that person who nobody likes in the office and asking them genuinely how they are. By the way that you act, you are sharing the love of Jesus and someone somewhere is going to ask about it. How come you're always so happy? Or what is, have a blessed day. What happened to you? And that is your opportunity to just share your God story. And when I mean share your God story, I really just mean share what God has done for you. What has changed in your life? We were talking about it last night, who is God and the Holy Trinity and the moments where we, me and Christine, had felt Jesus, his presence, the Holy Spirit in our bodies And once you have found faith, we are lit on fire. We're not supposed to keep it to ourselves. It's like finding the best restaurant in the neighborhood and not sharing it with anybody because you're selfish and you're just wanting to develop your own holiness. And we're going to have to look at Jesus one day and say, oh, yeah, sorry about that. You know, I didn't tell or share the gifts and the beautiful graces you've given me. (laughs) It's not cool. We're supposed to do that. So how? Here's one real quick uh, thing. When uh, when Peter uh, and John got busted when they were out preaching, this is in Acts, Acts chapter 4, 18 through 20. 
So they called them back and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Peter and John, however, said to them in reply, Whether it is right in the sight of God for us to obey you rather than God, you be the judges. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we have seen and heard. And that is how anyone who has been struck with Christianity of any faith should be feeling. And it's not difficult. Okay, so I'm out there in a bigger way. I feel I'm called to do this. And I am having people that I would never in my wildest dreams reach out and say, how did you find God? And of course, I always say I didn't because I wasn't looking for him. He found me. I had no desire to be Catholic. I didn't want to do anything with this faith (laughs) at all. So I'm amazed people that I really don't even know or people that I went to high school with that I really wasn't tight with. So you never know what your little gestures throughout the day are going to be and how they're going to affect someone. So I went on and I read the extended readings for St. Vincent de Paul and looky, looky here, the same theme of evangelizing and being bold. This is for, from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 26 through 31. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something so that no human being might boast before God. Okay, then, of course, you go down to the gospel, and this is the crux crux of the matter. Jesus went around to, oh, sorry, this is Matthew chapter 9, 35 through 38. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them because they were all troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Basically, what's happening here is Jesus is saying, Oh my gosh, look at how many poor wretched, lost sheep there are out here. And we need people to get out there and share the the joy of the gospel and Jesus Christ and the saving graces of our soul for eternity. I was lost for 42, 43 years. I'm telling you, I had no idea I was lost. I was just doing what I thought the society told me to do that would make me happy, but yet I still had anxiety and fear and worry I had sleepless nights. The pressure of my job being an executive was overwhelming. And so to deal with all of that, I just drank a lot, did drugs, partied hard, swore like a truck driver, had, you know, little to no respect for the way that I acted and things that I did. I was a total lost soul and I had no idea that that wasn't normal. Everyone that I hung out with did that same thing. 
Now, it wasn't a flash-in-the-pan Saul-to-Paul conversion for me, but slowly but surely, as I was receiving these graces from God and things were changing, I started looking at people differently. I started caring about them differently. The patience that I had when I asked, because that was one of the first (laughs) virtues that I prayed for was patience, came in spades. I mean, my husband could see it, my stepchildren, my family. I mean, all of a sudden people are like, holy cow, you have been here all night and you haven't dropped the (laughs) F-bomb. Like, that's a miracle in and of itself. Holy cow, what's going on with you? So it's the changes in you that are, you know, evangelizing others. But don't be afraid to just share your story. You don't have to whip out Bible verses or know chapter and verse. I don't. I just read and I pray, and then when I feel that moment of the Holy Spirit telling me, even if I'm uncomfortable about it, go talk to that person. I've had kind of like a little debate with the Holy Spirit sometimes. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. I'm in the middle of, you know, running errands and stuff. Why am I going to go talk to go talk to that person? And I'm like, ugh, okay, you know, and then turns out that person needed a little bit of love and kindness, a little bit extra smile and and joy in their life. And I have no idea what the fruit of that is. So we shouldn't be doing things to reap rewards, right? We should just do them because it's the God-like thing to do, to love people, to, you know, be be the light. And yes, here we go. We're wrapping it up as we always do. Go be the light today. It's our duty as Christians, to share this beautiful love of Jesus Christ. And it's hard because, you know, you, you're going to go talk to someone who may not even believe in God, and then you're going to, you know, you, you don't jump into, you'll only be saved by Jesus Christ. I mean, that's not really the way to do it. That's being bold in a new sort of way. But just be bold by saying, I am so overjoyed because of God. This morning, I was praying And the light was fluttering in through these leaves and reflecting on the wall in my bedroom, right over my blessed candle where I pray. And I just looked at that and I said, oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. If I could have someone in my room with me that I could have said, look at God's beauty, what he just did for me today. That's all you even have to say outside. Didn't God create an awesome day today? Or isn't this a beautiful sunset, sunrise Oh my gosh, are you listening to the breeze and the birds? Look at God's beauty. That's another way of bringing God into the picture. Okay, go be bold. Put the light of Jesus on you. And if you're struggling for words, just say, come Holy Spirit, give me the words. And listen, it's hard. It's a practice. You're going to have to trust it. I did it for the whole three hours when I spoke to those 160 priests at the Rockford Diocese. I didn't write a note. All I did was say, Mary and the Holy Spirit, you've got this. And I just trusted that those words were going to come out of my mouth in the right way. It's a blur to me, to be honest. I'm not really, I have it recorded on a video on my uh, phone. I have to go back and actually listen to it. But from what I heard from the priests, I'm pretty sure they took over. And that's what we have to do sometimes is just let go. Okay, I've beaten this one like a dead horse. So I won't anymore. (laughs) Okay, go be the light of the Lord. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.